in just setting up the conditions of the retreat last night and then settling into a certain rhythm of being in here, settling into a kind of thread of our practice, the thread of presence, sati in the, in the Pali, satipatthana, entering into presence. Sati, sometimes, most commonly these days, translated as mindfulness. But um, I prefer the word presence, which actually I think is close, closer etymologically, literally, to the to the word sati. And particularly then, an embodied presence, and just to consider for ourselves what what does that mean. Embodied presence. We spoke yesterday about the way in which awareness is something natural. The already hereness of the fact that we find ourselves these conscious beings. And yet often our attention is disembodied. So there's a basic sense of knowing and experience is switched on, if you like. And yet it's, it's, it goes off into abstraction a lot. All the abstractions we create, the, the sort of fantasy abstractions or the worried abstractions of the ways we lose ourselves in ideas of the future, or then the kind of nostalgic abstractions of losing ourselves in the past, or the regretful abstractions of that, or the kind of commentarial abstractions of just losing ourselves in the present, actually. It's often a lot made in meditation of being in the present moment, being in what's sometimes called the now, as if something could exist called now. The now. And then the past and the future are made into some kind of enemies. And then we're just supposed to be in the now. But mind has to go to the future and past. It's really helpful to remember what we've done and what we've said. It's really helpful to have some sense of where we're going next. Mind never moved to the future, you're never going to manage to get away from Gaia House at the end of the retreat. In fact, you'd never manage to get out of this room. So we make sense of what Buddha calls the three fields of time. But we see how any of those fields can become caught in abstraction. Future and past, certainly, but equally the present. One can be sitting here and just body and breath, like we're 
emphasizing, but mind can just be turning around a lot of abstractions about body and breath. Oh yes, now I'm breathing. Oh yes, it's this kind of breath, it's that kind of breath. And we're sort of as if our breath was a sporting event that we're commentating on. And then the self-concern that we mentioned yesterday. Am I doing it right? What's the right kind of breath? Generating doubt and complexity just around that. And so the difference is made, not just between giving attention, but the difference between usual, abstract, disembodied attention, right? the lost in thoughts about past or present or future. And then, well, actually in the Pali, what the Buddha calls yoni so manisikara, embodied attention. And yoni is a word for womb, so literally, womb, womb-born attention is actually, if we were to translate it literally, womb-born attention, an attention that kind of has its origins in that deepest place in us. And you, about, you know, the men might not relate to having a womb, but interesting that. And Buddha calls it that. And that sense of kind of an attention that has its ground, its source deep in the belly. Which is energetically like our kind of center of gravity. So you may be used to training embodied attention in various ways. There's all kinds of different kind of techniques that might go along with that. Sometimes one's encouraged to notice the, the feel or the touch of air at the nostrils as a way of focusing the attention. But I'd like you to have your attention be in your womb. And so we can all have an honorary womb today. It's International Women's Day today. So in solidarity with that, all the men can have a womb. And uh, you want to know the translation of womb in French? Um, womb in French? Je sais pas non plus. Somebody? Womb in French? It's the thing that ba- the baby grows inside. Right? And I, I, right now I can't remember the French word. But yeah. Um, so just in terms of letting yourself connect with just the basic physical alive reality of being here with an attention that's grounded down in your belly If it's, if it's hard for you to place your attention there, sometimes it can be helpful just to put a hand on your lower belly, like down below your navel. And otherwise, you can just center and ground your attention there in the feel, 
the expanding feel that goes along with the in-breath. The uh, deflating or relaxing feel that goes along with the out-breath. If you have the established practice of attending to some other place in your body, nostrils for example, it may be as you do that, that attention keeps jumping back up to the more familiar place. So I'd, I'd I'd ask you though for these days just to really establish this yoniso manisikara, this womb-born attention. part of the disembodied habit that we have, part of our uh, kind of compulsive, abstract overthinking means that the sort of energetically we're more activated in the head center. And so it can be both counterintuitive but actually very, very helpful to wake up the lower energy centers in the body, particularly belly center. It may be as you attend to your experience just by having your attention be down here that the, that rhythm and movement of breath, expanding in breath, relaxing out breath, is a really good support for your attention. And it could be that it's not so much breath itself, particularly sometimes people get a little sort of tight around trying to control the breath or... Uh, getting concerned about how deep or shallow or rough or smooth breath is. No need for that, just to let it really be natural, natural movement, natural rhythm. But if you find yourself over-concerned in that way, then just letting the feel of your posture be the focus of your attention. Just feeling the kind of center of gravity of sitting here, down in your belly. And the quality of a certain steadiness. And many of you are quite well established in meditation practice, right? So you know well that despite the sincerity and consistency of your practice, despite the wish to well establish your attention here and in an embodied way, the nature of mind is that it moves. So, 
our usual fascination with thought life, memories, images, fantasies, reactions, inner dramas, is such that, especially early part of a retreat, you might very often notice that you've gotten seduced by some or other in a thought stream. And it's very, very important, very helpful to not make a drama out of that, to not get into blaming yourself for that, not getting uptight about that. And so on the one hand, there's this real commitment to embodied awareness. Real commitment to very wholeheartedly attend just to breath and belly. And on the other hand, there's a kind of graciousness with every time we notice that that's not the case and that mind has gone elsewhere, just being rather simple about that fact. Just when you notice where your mind's gone, just taking a moment to really acknowledge that and consciously re-establishing embodied attention. And maybe you do that many, many, many times even during one sitting. That's okay. Each time we're doing that, we're actually cultivating something important. The capacity to recognize where mind has gone. The capacity to unhook from the habitual abstractions. The capacity to re establish our attention here in this body this moment this experience and in this way then we sit together
So settling in to the feel of your posture, to the stability and heaviness of body sitting. Helpful to sit in a way that's quite bright and upright. And also in a way that's easeful. Sometimes we notice there's kind of habitual and unnecessary tensions that we're holding on to. Sometimes in the face, in your jaw or around your eyes. Sometimes in the arms or hands. Sometimes in your belly. And so this settling into the posture and opportunity just to soften a little whatever tensions you might find. Relaxing into presence.
if your attention is easily distracted. Don't let that be a reason to generate a lot of self-concern, measuring or judging your practice. Just in the moment of noticing, letting your attention just drop back down into your belly. You can use the particular qualities of the breath to support your practice. Letting yourself feel the natural expansion of the in-breath as a way to really feel more fully into this body sitting. And using the natural relaxation of the out-breath to settle more fully. into sitting right here. And using that natural moment of stillness that comes at the end of the out-breath, however brief it might be. There's an opportunity just to really sustain your embodied attention. And in this way then, moment by moment, Expanding into awareness with each in-breath. Relaxing into awareness with each out-breath. Staying steady in awareness in that still point between breaths.
Where's the lowest place in your torso, the lowest place in your belly where you can really feel the expansion and relaxation that goes with the movement and rhythm of your breath? Wherever that is, really gathering your attention here. Learning increasingly to abide right in the midst of this theater of experience, this dance of sensation, this flickering of thought, this passage of sound. Receiving the whole flow of experience from down here. Down in your belly. Yoniso. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.